befriended gay men. I don't think that was the right choice. I think we should have befriended lesbians. Lesbians would have been like, come on, we found a way to run a successful society. <laughs> Instead, we befriended gay men, and they're like, bitch, you're ugly. <laughs> and we're like, he's my best friend. <laughs> I like him because he's mean to me in a different way. If the shoe fits. <laughs> Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. Well, good evening, ladies and gents, and welcome back to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast. We are streaming live on our YouTube channel for all of our Patreon supporters, and uh, we're excited to be back. We were gone for two weeks, and uh, but yet here we are, uh, back, we're back, we're queer, we're all of the good stuff. Queer we are. Yes, we are. So uh, my name is Tom, and I'm your host, and as always, I'm in the studio with my amazing co-host, starting with the first one. Hey, y'all, Nick or Trish. And Jay Bear, a.k.a. your boyfriend's boyfriend. And welcome back, team. So uh, before we move forward, I just wanted to say that we do have a guest today. Our um, We have an amazing guest who've, who has joined us before. He's been on the show before. His name is Andrew Mitch. He's going to join us to talk about the release of another song, which is part of an album that he is about to release. And we're going to get some exclusive on that. And we're excited. And uh, yeah, so that's happening. And um, why, what, what? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, all is well in the land of Oz. So uh, we need to have a roundtable. We haven't been on the show for two weeks, and I sort of kind of want to, you know, see where my boys have been in the past two weeks, what have we been doing, and, uh, you know, all that good stuff. Um, a whole bunch of things have been happening. Uh, some good, some bad, some okay, and, you know, shit happens. So, uh, Jaybird, why don't we start with you? How are you, my dear? Oh, shit, deer in the headlights. Yeah. We'll, oh, oh, stop the- watching videos. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Research is research. <laughs> is that what you call it? Yeah, okay, that's what we call it. Oh, uh, so not not bad. Hi and uh, welcome back, everybody. Um, it's been it's been nuts. I don't know. It's nuts. been crazy. The weather's crazy. My yeah. allergies are crazy. Um, I've realized that my allergies are also evolving or changing. So that happens when we get old, you know. Uh, shut up. Anyhow. Uh, <laughs> So, <laughs> so oh. you you know I have a shellfish and nut allergy, uh-huh. right? Um, You're and, allergic and I, to nuts. Yeah, unfortunately, That's horrible. Uh, but not those nuts. Not oh, those. <laughs> not these nuts. Well, actually, we don't know that your allergies are changing. <laughs> They're changing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, recently I've experienced uh, twice now in the past two weeks. Uh, where I've had some sort of fish. One, the first time was um, cod, second time was salmon, and like almost a couple of hours later, I break out. Like my throat starts to itch, my lip swells up, eyes swell up. I've had to use an EpiPen on one occasion. So wow, it was. Uh, and those yeah. shits are expensive, that, girl. girl. Well, let me tell you, uh, if you've never used an EpiPen before. <laughs> before it's a rush that shit hurts it hurts um, and it's a rush and then it's like a drop yeah so so oh i remember <laughs> so for me uh since i i've had allergies for many many years i've never you know had had to use an epipen prior um <clears throat> i was getting ready for a valentine's day dinner event i was going with my wife and we had eaten I had eaten some fish. I was like, let me eat a little bit before we show up because I don't know how much, you know, things are going to cost. So I don't really want to buy a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm right, you're, you're trying to be I'm conservative yeah, before yeah. you yeah, right. I'm going to eat dinner and have <laughs> an appetizer. Have, yeah, I've never thought of that. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> or eat very lightly. Get a small, I'll just get the salad. No, <laughs> no but anyways... Um, and I, I, you know, we have dinner like an hour later, I'm in the shower, I get out the shower, I'm feeling a little itchy and I'm like, these allergies, you know, they're driving me nuts. I'm just thinking common allergies. I look at the mirror, my eye is bloodshot red. Ooh. I notice that my face, my face is like red, like tomato beet red. 
And then I'm like, you know, and I, I kind of notice my lip on the inside. I could feel it like it's swelling. Do you? Did you feel warm? Um, I didn't feel warm, which was crazy. What I did feel both times was initially I started getting wheezy, like I was catching asthma. Mm. And 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 I mean, like like you could literally hear me wheezing, like, and I was like, why am I? You know, it's not that cold. I shouldn't. So I was using my inhaler, and it wasn't clearing up. Right. And like five minutes later, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm having an allergic reaction." So I went and I and I used the mind you, I had to use two epipens. I went and I grabbed my first epipen ever. I grab it, I jab myself in the side, and it has a the cartridge in the beginning. It has a like a safety sleeve, right? So that when you pull back, it it pulls the needle in and it's safe. It doesn't reject again. Well, when I initially stabbed myself, the shit hurt, and I jerked back. And so I, you didn't get it. You wasted get, an EpiPen? I wasted an entire EpiPen. I You're lucky you know. had two. It, yeah, I, I don't have, even have any. I have four. Girl, <laughs> Believe it or not. We but. were at a party one time, <laughs> yeah. and this one yeah. decided, oh, yeah, I'm just going to have salad. And he just went to town on well, that salad, yeah. not realizing it had pine nuts in it. Well, the, the thing was, the lady told us, oh, it's a, it's a vegetarian salad. It's wonderful. And I always ask, you know, if I, if I don't know yeah. who made it or... Is there any nuts in that show? No, 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 no. Okay, you know it's awesome. I made, I made the dressing, you know, homemade. I have a couple bites and I feel a crunch, and I was like, "Holy crap!" So not to be rude, I didn't spit the salad out in the plate. Oh, I she swallowed and, like a good and girl. I, I swallowed like a good girl, and it was a pine nut. And mm. within five minutes. <laughs> I swallowed a nut, and look she, what happened. She was on her way to the hospital. I was on my way to the ER. <laughs> we were all on, all at the party, and then uh, there goes him, and, our other friend Jose, uh, yeah. and a couple other people. Yeah, yeah we're, we're out. Yeah. Out we go. But within two hours, I was back at the party. I didn't give a shit. I was a, I was a hard partier. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, that yeah. he is. Yeah. <laughs> so, that he is. Uh, I came back from the hospital, hocked up on allergy meds, and continued to party. That night, he was in the, insane. Yeah, that's how but, you do it, though. It's yeah. go go big or go home. Yeah, but right? uh, yeah, if you've never used an EpiPen, just be aware that that initial plunge is gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like when when you're checking your glucose level, like yeah. you like anticipate shit, the, the needle yeah. going in, and you're like, you're like you jump, you get and that you initial jerk. knee jerk reaction, and yeah. I and I basically wasted yeah. an entire EpiPen. Oof. I cannot with him. Yeah, so then I had to take a second one, and and. Uh, Everybody at the house is like, well, you should go to the hospital. I was like, well, in half hour, I haven't cleared up. It's either that or St. Vincent's, right? Yeah. Is yeah. that the hospital? <laughs> yeah, the in, nearest in... one, yeah. Yeah. So. I was like, nah, I'll, 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 I'll risk it. <laughs> nah, I'll risk it. Yeah. Not risk it. I mean, it, it wasn't that severe where I couldn't breathe. Right. You but should I figured, get an allergy test so that you know like what. Well, I have. I know what I'm allergic to. Well, and, clearly... And, it's evolving. But, yeah, I have to. I have to go and get retested. With yeah, you yeah. might be able to have nuts now. Maybe you never know. Yummy. Get no. that nut. <laughs> get that nut. <laughs> so. So yeah, that's been that's been pretty much uh, my, my my last couple of weeks. Other than that, you know, family's good. Thank God, mom's doing well. She forgets stuff, but. At, this day and age, forgetting some stuff isn't so bad. Shit, anymore. I forget <laughs> stuff, and you know. I haven't even gotten up there yet. So, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad yeah. you survived. I'm glad you're here, and uh, and that you know you're still queer-ish with us here on Gay Talk. So, thank you. I'm glad. He's thank queer. You. Thank you too. Yeah. Oh my god. So, Trish, darling, we missed you over the course of the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, a lot of things happened in the last two weeks, especially for you. Um, how are you? That's a loaded. That's question. a loaded question, <laughs> loaded right? Question. <laughs> physically tired. Uh, yeah, it's no, good. I'm physically tired. I'm emotionally drained. Um, so we ca- ended up having to cancel the show the past two weeks because my 23 year old nephew um, dropped dead from a heart attack when he was shoveling snow, um, and so the past couple weeks have been very taxing. And um, on top of all that, it was like. He passed, and the day after that was 11 years that my brother had passed, 
And then yesterday was 17 years that my college boyfriend had passed. So this month has just been wow. a lot. I'm carrying a lot Emotionally, right Feb- February is just not your month. No, it's definitely not my month. I don't like February. So, yeah. Thankfully, it's a short month. Yeah. But- but and also what I what I've been saying is uh, you know shit comes in threes right so February's done I would, I would hope <laughs> yeah, so. February's I would done hope so. I would um, hope so yeah I I know that you know initially when you you sent us the text that was two weeks ago um, we knew that you know what we didn't have the capacity to to process what our our friend was going through and so therefore we we were like you know we're definitely not doing a show you needed to be with your family. And the, I was a fucking mess. And she was a mess. <laughs> yeah. And then the following Wednesday, you know, um, we were planning to do a show. At least Jay and I were. But it was the day of the services for your nephew. Yeah. And so we decided collectively that, you know, instead of doing a show, we were going to drive up mm. and go and be with you. And that meant the world to and me. And support you yeah. and, and, you know, and got a chance to meet your parents. That was fun. Yeah, it was it was fun. Unfortunately, not the great, right. you know, the greatest of circumstances. Yeah. But yeah, no, my my dad liked you guys. My mom was all over the place. So and yeah. Nate, yo, oh, oh Lord, God. have mercy! I didn't think I'm we were gonna, gonna have go to there. put it out there. I'm sorry. <sighs> <sighs> okay, yeah. They find my second cousin very attractive. Yeah, that's gonna be my new baby dad, even though I can't Ooh. have children. No, but that's it won't. Right. No, it won't. He's off limits to you, Tom. <laughs> Fine. Fine. He's off limits. Yeah. So, you know, it was worth the drive, the eye candy alone. This is what Jay and I go to funerals for. (laughs) We sit there and we eye candy people. And no, I mean, you know, it was a very very serious event and it was a very serious situation. And, you know, it was fun. What one funny thing did happen. (laughs) Well, yeah, a lot of funny things happened. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. But Um, um, the hat that you got me. uh, Right. So, um, I had gone to to Yankee Stadium, right? Yes. And we had gotten, you know, a whole bunch of hats uh, with a pride uh, with logo the pride the logo, but it was the the quality logo, right? Included the the it pink was- the pink, black, and brown stripes. So you know, it yeah. was it's the inclusivity uh, logo. <laughs> and Nick wanted one, so we brought you one. Mm-hmm. And what did you do with it, Nick? So, tell, tell us how that how you led to all that. What ha- happened was. What ha- happened was. <laughs> honestly, I don't think they did a great job like doing him up. You know what I mean when I say that. Yeah. Um. And he always used to wear hats, but generally he wore them backwards, and his hair just didn't look right. And my mom and my sister were freaking out, and they were like, "Do you have a? Does anybody have a baseball cap in their car?" And I was like, "I think I do. I don't know if anybody, no one else did." Um, and it was, I was like, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a pride Yankees cap. And they were like, that's fine. That's fine. Go get it. And so they went and they tried to put it on. They couldn't put it on, but it ended up then sitting by his head, the entire like services. I'm like, he's sitting there. He's like, he's literally, he had a girlfriend, like he was straight, but he's laying there and this pride gay hat, pride hat. <laughs> next to him the whole entire time and they were like well do you want the hat back and i was like no i don't want the hat back so he he he's going to heaven with a little bit of gay and and him. that's awesome yeah, so that's- he got something from auntie trash yeah yeah that's that that's so i mean that'll that'll be something that you remember for the rest rest of your life right yeah um your sister had that was kind of funny when we first met her she he would have loved you guys. Because yeah, we walked up to her and, you know, like, and, and Nick she introduced us. And, and he was like, you know, these are my friends, Tom and and Jay. And, um, you know, these, did you say gay friends? Yeah. How did she get on the gay thing? And I, like, I, I don't I said, remember. Yeah, I think I These said, are my gay friends. No, I, said, you know, I said, no, I'm not the only gay person uh, yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah. And so they, all of a sudden she goes like, you're gay. And you're gay? And she goes like, oh, hug me. And then so she gives me a big hug. And then all of a sudden, you know, she yeah. turns around. She goes, she would have loved you. He would have loved you. Loved you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought I thought I was. it was a very endearing moment. And you can clearly see that she was very, um, very distraught oh, by yeah. the loss of her child. Yeah. Um, it, it was a tough week with her because I, I did a lot of carting her around. And yeah. that was, it was just tough. But, um, but, mm, t- one time he actually came to partners, Merrick. 
He did? Yeah, he did. Mm. Um, and uh, it was actually right after my first gal at the Schubert. And everybody was like hitting on him. I mean, the kid was gorgeous. He was tall wow. and he was gorgeous. And he was loving every minute of it. Like, he just like loved it. Like, loved the attention. I'm like, oh my God, can these fuckers stop? Like, what the fuck? My sister, vultures. My sister goes to partners and goes home with a guy. And then Merrick comes to partners and everybody's hitting on him. And I'm just standing there in the corner. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> well, would they know you're crazy? Yeah, well, that's yeah. true. You know, I mean, they know you. Mm-hmm. They've seen you yell at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I, girl, I've seen shit in that bar. Mm-hmm. There were there were there were a couple weird moments though this the past week. Like, so when I when when I was in college and I was dating Matt, mm. I um was at Jamie's house for Thanksgiving one year. And uh, Merrick, obviously he was, he must've been between like six or eight. And I can't, I can't figure out. He was young. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. And he, so me and Matt were in the kitchen and we were prepping food and, you know, we started making out and he walked in and he was just like, what? And turned around and he ran back out and ran to his mom and was like, mom, Uncle Nick's in the kitchen kissing a boy. Kissing that boy. <laughs> Jamie just goes, Nick, this this one's on you. <laughs> and so I had to I had to sit I had to right. sit Merrick down. We sat on the stairs and he he was a little emotional. He was like a little like, you know, freaked out. Freaked out. Yeah, yeah. And I had to explain, you know, like some boys like boys, some girls like girls, some boys like girls, but it doesn't matter because I'm always gonna love you. And then you know we were fine after that. So yeah, but it was it was very heartwarming to see all the pictures and you know all the memories that were posted throughout the the, the service. It was a very nice service, yeah, and I yeah. think you guys uh, did well in sending him off. Yeah, you know it's it's tragic, right? He's super young, twenty three years old. You know you you're outside shoveling snow, and yeah. and then you're not anymore. Yeah, right. Do you want to hear something freaky though? I think I told you this. Maybe about the audiobook. Yes. Oh, you did tell me, but but tell tell our listeners because I think I think it's very, it's coincidental, but but also it could be you know some way of the universe. Yeah, yeah you, know, you you mentioned it. You. I know you mentioned it because I was saying that his name is very to me anyway. Yeah, yeah. is very on you. I the, the first time I've seen his name, even the way it's spelled yeah. out. When <laughs> I, when they were when Jamie was like, "This is what we're gonna name him," we were all like, "What?" Yeah. But then it's like, "Oh, he's Merrick." So his name was Merrick. And um, I listen to audiobooks all the time. And on the day after he passed, I went to my sister's house and I spent the day with her because uh-huh. she was just somebody needed to be there, right? So I went, I spent the day with her, and I had downloaded a new book. And so on my way home, I started the new book. And one of the main characters in the book, their name is Merrick. And I literally on ninety one, like, what the fuck? Yeah, like was- they just introduced this new character, and then of course the character is like kind of a dick. <laughs> but like like kind of a dick but not but like can get to be a dick and like Merrick like he was such a sweet kid always laughing always smiling but if you pissed him off you knew his bad yeah exactly you, you got it yeah and so I was like oh no it kind of fits so what, what when you when you think about it okay so let, let's let's sort of kind of break this down a little bit do you feel like the universe was was trying to tell you something like do you feel did you feel in any way, shape, or form that it was either coincidental or was it, you know, um, maybe it was him thanking you? Hey, I'm here with you. Thank you for going to, you know, support my mom and through this process and through this thing. Because, you know, a lot of people believe in, in spiritual things. A lot of people believe in, in you know, um, spirits. And I, I'd like to believe that, you know, um, those that we have lost walk with us, even though they're no longer here in the physical form. Um, do, do you feel like th- did that moment strike you at all? Like, like that? I mean, I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it was definitely surprising. I mean, I've, we all know that I've had a lot of loss in my life. Yeah, right. And so, and I've had a lot of like weird things happen around death. Um, So I do think that, you know, it meant something or it was maybe some type of um, comforting thing for me, hearing his name. 
throughout listening to the book. Did you finish the book? Yeah, it's done. It's done. What did you think? It was good. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Yeah. It was good. So, you know, uh, you know what's also really weird though? Yes. In the book, the character had angel wings. Angel wings. See, now I think it was the universe telling you something. <laughs> hmm. I didn't even think about I, that. I think it was probably his way of saying thank you for, for I, being there for my mom, right? Mm-hmm. She was clearly distraught. Your family obviously was going to travel up and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I'm sad I didn't get to see Amanda. Yeah, um, yeah I got to meet my um, it's newborn niece of two weeks. So it's weird because Demi was born in February and so was Daly. And then we had my brother and my nephew that passed in February. So February is like it's complicated. A, it's, a complicated it's a complication of a whole yeah. a whole bunch of things. Yeah, it's like, ugh. Whoa. Huh. Interesting. So, you know. So, yeah, we took two weeks off. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> and in those two weeks, you know, it's been a roller coaster of emotions, right? We've uh, for, unfortunately lost people. Um, you know, we've had different things going on. Work is absolutely freaking insane for me. I'm sure it's, it is for you and all of us here on the show. But one amazing thing happened two weeks ago uh, that I did not think would. Um, it, it, it happened by chance. And I'm really grateful that, that I got an opportunity to actually go and meet her. Um, our beloved Mama Kim. Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. Um, she was traveling to uh, where her father lives, which is north of us. I don't want to say where because it's none, no one's business. But then she was going to go from there. So it, her and her sister flew in. They went to their, their father's house. They picked him up. And then they drove to uh, an airport to pick up their brother, their sibling, and all four of them, so the two sisters, the brother, the father, were going to take a cross-country drive back to California. Wow. What that an insane. car was packed. Yes, it yeah. was. <laughs> um, but on her way down, because she was north of us, she passed through Connecticut. And she was like, really, like, I would, I would kill to see, to see all of you. But if not all of you, you know, some of you or whoever can come, but I'm going to be here. And of course, you know, I was like, so what? It's eight o'clock and I'm going. And, you know, unfortunately, some of us couldn't go. We, for whatever reason, we're busy with, with, with you know, life. Um, but I got an opportunity to actually drive to Waterbury and meet up with her and, and her sister and her siblings and her father who I find quite hysterically funny, by the way. I mean, the man is like, you know, quite up there in age, but he's so like, his dexterity is like incredibly like sharp. Like he's sharp cookie. And, um, oh my God, when I first saw her, I had, so we talk about Mama Kim all the time. She is our unofficial like correspondent yeah. and sends us all of our stories. And, you know, we post them on our website so people people can click on the link and and read the stories. But we have never met in person, right? She was someone that we met as a result of us starting this endeavor that that is the show. And my God, when I f- saw her in person, it was like I've known this woman for years. She's like on our, our unofficial mother. You know, like if you look in the studio, we've got gay flags all over the place, uh, little trinkets and stuff, which she's created with her bare hands. I mean, mm-hmm. this woman has supported us from from very early on. And it was amazing to see her in person. And we talked for like an hour and a half, almost two hours. And we hugged. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe that you are actually really here in the physical forum. And I was excited. She was excited. And then um, we shared locations. So I followed her entire her entire journey back home and you know she was in tennessee one day and oklahoma the next and then she was in new mexico or you know one of those states and then eventually ended up in california but what what a ride what a ride and what an amazing uh way to to encounter such a beautiful heartwarming person that's awesome yeah it it sucked i was hoping to to meet up with you guys there and and we now have a granddaughter that we've kind of legally taken custody of so that's a bit of a challenge for us some days <laughs> always is you know, after, always you, is. after the, the after the kids have left the roost starting kind of all over again and, the, and then with a teenager at that 
You're crazy. Is it? it yeah, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it, it's, it's a thing yeah, in Spanish, Spanish households. Yeah, I was literally grandparents take over their you know yeah, yeah. kids' kids and mm-hmm. raise them. My grandmother sort of kind of you know mm-hmm. handled me for for a couple of years, right? Yeah, thirteen between thirteen <laughs> and seventeen. I was like, girl, I just, honestly, I don't get it. Like, I was at my brother's on Sunday and. We have had the fucking week, right? We're all exhausted. Like, I also, like, semi-worked last week. But then they have kids that they have to go home to and take care uh-huh. of. I'm like, how? I can't move. Like, and not how just are kids. you doing this? Babies. Babies. Yeah. It's not like you can let, just let them down and, you know, they go and they make themselves a sandwich or pour themselves a bowl of cereal. You have to do everything. You have to change your diaper. You have to feed them. You have to bathe them. Like, you manually have to do all of that. Yeah, I mean, like, I get why my mom is crazy now. <laughs> Honey, with you alone. <laughs> with you alone. Last of five. No, she just was like, whatever. <laughs> she probably smoked oh. with me. <laughs> probably. Probably. That explains a lot. No, uh, yeah, it sure does. All right. Well, listen, we want to be respectful. We do have our guests coming on on the other side of our break. So what we're going to do is we're going to do that. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we have Andrew Mitch, who's going to join us live. We'll be right back. All right, ladies and gents. uh, Thank you. Thank you. We are back from our break. Thank you for allowing us to do that. We needed to go uh, refresh our cocktails and all that good stuff. Take our shots and uh, get ready. We don't do that. Uh, We don't? No. No? All right. Well, uh, we are back. So um, we're excited because we have a guest tonight. And the last time our guest joined the show, we featured one of uh, uh, his latest singles or at the time, the single that he released, which was all in my head. And today he's back to showcase the latest uh, release, which is uh, Don't Want to Go to Heaven. Of course, we just listened to that amazing uh, track and um, he's got a new album coming and we're excited. So um, I'm proud to, to bring back to the show, Andrew Mitch. Welcome and thank you for joining us. Oh, no. Oh. Unmute him. No, he's unmuted. I think we can't hear you. Sorry. No, I think it does. Hold on. No. no. Is it? He's on there. He's on. Hold on. Uh, At, we're having difficulties. That's all right. It, I you know, love it, it, it happens. our intern. Like It happens. It happens. We will make it work. We will make it work. Let me go back over here. Let me do something really quick. Sure that uh, this is what happens. You guys talk, say something <laughs> so while I while something. I while I so figure Nick. it out. <laughs> so Jay. <laughs> so Andrew. Andrew, give, give me yeah, a second. Andrew, I'm going second. to just make sure that we have the correct audio settings because it could be us. No, um, everything's here. Mm-mm. I have a suggestion. Yeah. Hang up and call him back. We can do that. Give that a try. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Andrew, I'm going to give you a call right back. Um, so let's try this again. Do you think my first question is inappropriate? No, ask away. Okay. All right, good. Because we're I connecting. Mean, I'm full of bad advice. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look here. Andrew, can you hear us? Can we FaceTime him? Um, I'm trying to make sure that we can hear him. Hold on. It's set to the right settings. I don't know what's going on. Andrew, I'm going to text you a phone number. Give us a call. We can stay on the video call if you'd like, but I think that will probably work better. And it is So is he going to be on the phone? He's going to be on the phone. This will be fun. Yeah, you know. So we won't be able to see him? No, no, no. He's going to stay on video. Okay. Well, you know, it's been two weeks. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, things happen. We took some time off. You know, it's, you know, it is what it is. Let's see if this works. It's uh, 334-429-8255. If you're wondering what that stands for, it stands for Gay Talk. (laughs) Here we are. 
Hey, listen, it happens. It's okay. It's okay. It's a live show. Shit happens. That's what we do. Trish, how about them dolphins? Remember when you we did an entire interview with Hans? At least I'm recording. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> An entire interview. We did. And it was really good. Like, real good. And Chris was still on the show at the time. And he just goes, shit. (laughs) And Hans is like, are you fucking kidding me? Hans's family was all there. They were all listening. And then Tom's like, I haven't been recording. And they're like, what the fuck are you on this show for? That was rough. (laughs) And isn't their time frame, like, really, like, they well no because he was in at the time he was, he was actually in, in the u.s yeah, he, he was, was in california out, right in california yeah, yeah yeah so it was a little bit <laughs> it wasn't better too than, bad, yeah. than than you know uh sweden <laughs> yeah no because when he's home he's in sweden and so that means he's like six hours behind us or ahead of us or behind us i don't know top bottom there we go all right we can we can try this Let's try it again, intern. Okay, so we're going to see him, but hear him there. Right. Got it. Okay. Andrew, can we hear you? Yes. It's a little tricky because I you and I are talking and I don't know what you're talking about. Yep. So what you want to do is make sure that you um, mute us on your computer and you should be able to. Yeah, no, I'm trying to get him on the board. Yes, I can hear you over here. I am so sorry. This is welcome to the craziness. We're very professional here, please. Oh, my God. All right, there we go. Fine. I was like, this is probably something on my end, honestly. Like, let's be real here. (laughs) It's all right. It happens. You know, now I can hear you. You can hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Then we're we're awesome. So, Andrew, my apologies for the technical difficulties. Welcome no to the show. He's a wonderful intern. We love him to death. <laughs> no, thank you so much for having me back. I'm excited. Yeah, of course. It's we're super excited to have you back. Are you kidding me? The first time you we had you on the show, we were featuring, of course, your song at the time, which was all in my head. You've got a new song out. You've got a new album coming out. So before we get into all of that, tell us how have you been since the last time we saw you? I have been crazy busy. Like it really just never stops. Every two seconds, I'm like, "Oh, I forgot to do this." This morning, I woke up and I was like, "I have an interview today." So yeah, <laughs> it's been a wild ride. It's a lot of fun, but it really never stops. <laughs> well, bu- busy's good. You're looking well. I love the glasses look, by the way. Yes. Fellow oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. No, I mean, this is my uh, public debut of. Uh, no blonde, just hair gone now. So, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm loving the look actually, which prompts my first question. You <laughs> are still in a relationship, correct? Uh, yes. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. <laughs> I know. One of my friends didn't know that I shaved my head, and she was like, "Are you guys breaking up?" And I was like, "What? No. Oh. Like, what do you? <laughs> a man can't moment? just shave his head, like." <laughs> You're having a Britney moment? No, no, yeah, no. I was like, um... <laughs> it, so. <clears throat> it, look, it, look, it looks amazing. Uh, you, you look amazing, and I'm sure that you've been very busy. Tell us, you know, since the release of All In My Head... You had what a GoFundMe, correct, yeah. for the album? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. How did that go? Okay. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I had a couple songs sort of ready to go that I wanted to put on an album that was always kind of the end goal. And so I put up a, uh, like a GoFundMe and it got like 110% funding. So wow, that's now the album, yeah, now the album is coming in just a few weeks and I'm incredibly stoked about it. I'm doing all the merch designs um, right now. So it should be so much fun. I'm really excited. I love that. And so are you still producing everything yourself? Because I remember you saying that you didn't have an agent mm-hmm. or a producer. Yep, I do it all myself. I actually just got a lovely little email from uh, the, um, I guess, the company that I'm making my CDs through saying like, oh, you have to do this, that, and the other thing. And I called my boyfriend and I was like, the label artists don't have to deal with this. I have to do all of this crap myself. Like, I'm so, you know, there's a reward in doing it yourself. Yes, there is. I prefer it that way. 
Yeah, you but, don't have to pay. Yeah, I do, it, do it all. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. What you're not giving up is your creative control, right? Because you are exactly. producing all of the music yourself. You're writing all of yourself. So you get your writing credit. You get your producing credit. You know, there's a lot of people don't realize the mechanics of, of mm-hmm. producing music and being in the music industry and putting yourself at the mercy of record labels, right? Yeah. And how they take a huge chunk of your hard work blood, sweat, and tears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And so what you're yeah. doing, even though you're driving yourself bananas, it makes yeah. sense in the end. It will pay off, absolutely. It already has. Yeah. Which is great, which is great. So tell us about uh, this new single, Don't Want to Go to Heaven. Um, we yeah. just listened to it through throughout the musical break. Uh, it sounds amazing, um, as always. And uh, tell us about it. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you enjoy it. It's coming out on Friday, March 1st. So I'm stoked stoked about that it is my religious trauma song because you can't be an lgbt artist without a religious trauma song of course course. um so i'm really hoping that a lot of people can connect with it it's one of those songs that i'm like i really hope that you can't relate but if you can i hope that it touches you if that makes sense Mm kind of like all in my head Um, it does i mean growing up a catholic boy and you know singing in choir mm -hmm. and doing all that you know craziness and then realizing i'm a gay boy and that you know the teachings of the catch the catholic church sort of kind of condemn who i am as a human as a person as an identity right um and and so you can totally relate with you know all the things that that you don't want to do or don't want to participate in or partake in uh when it comes mm-hmm. to religion and 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 being a member of the lgbtq plus community so so you're writing the song you put you put sort of kind of like that feeling in it and you know where do you go from there yeah i mean i'm still very much a christian and i try and put some of that into my music um so my favorite line from the song is probably just the God I know accepts all of his children. So I'm actually making t-shirts with just that tagline because it's like we can be gay and we can be Christian at the same time. We all believe in the same God that created all of us and loves all of us. So, you know, but I also did grow up Catholic, so I know exactly what that's like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the title of the song, I don't want to go to heaven isn't, Actually, you saying that you don't want to go to heaven, but what you're saying is you want to go to a heaven that's inclusive and accepting of everyone. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to follow your teachings if your teachings condemn who I am as a person. And if I have to follow your teachings to go to this supposed heaven, I guess I just don't want to go. So I love the good shock factor and that being the title of the song. I don't want to go to heaven. (laughs) <laughs> so one thing that's interesting, you know, and and this is very common in, in the music industry, especially artists that are self-producing and things like that. You shop your song around to friends, family, uh, select group of people. What was the feedback mm-hmm. uh, in regards to the record, the meaning, you know, the background of the song? Like, what was the feedback that they were giving you? Yeah. So I didn't really show this song to too many people before I started posting about it on social media. It was really just my boyfriend and then my two best friends who are my roommates. Like it's really just those three and all three of them were just like in tears and they were like, excuse me, when is this song coming out? And I was like, (laughs) okay, I guess I'm uploading it now. Yeah, no, it's it's wonderful. Do you want to talk a little bit about that process? I mean, you're self-producing. Like, what do you go through, um, you know, at a very high level, you know, from from sitting down and writing a song and having a writing session to recording to, you know, figuring out how you're going to go about producing and, and putting it out there? Yeah. I mean, my process is very different each time. Like, each song is a little bit different. Sometimes I do have words ready to go. Like don't want to go to heaven with me sitting with my guitar and I wrote the whole song. Then I sat down and kind of produced some things, reached out to some musicians to kind of give it all that extra life. Um, But then other tracks, I have the entire backdrop like totally produced from front to back. And then I write on top of it. So it's just kind of, it's different for each song, but Mm -hmm. this one, I definitely just like sat in the living room. How many songs are on the album? So there's going to be eight songs on the album. Okay, and what can we expect? Like, what kind of feel is this album going to have? Um, It is a very 
sad album. <laughs> um, but that is because it is a, a side A. So it's a two part project that I'm working on. And so right now I'm working on just releasing all the sad songs, the sort of the hurt that you get being um, Christian and LGBT, being just a gay man in general, like coming out process, all of that. And then side B, which I'll be working on later, that's going to be the happier, joyful side of the story. Because at the end of the day, it all comes back to joy. And I like to consider myself a relatively happy person. So I think that's the side that I want to say at the end of the day. But I mean, this album is going to be very sad, just kind of exploring all those feelings. Well, I mean, if history has, you know, given us any insight into how, how things do, sad and um, mm-hmm. chaos and craziness always tend to sell well. So I think you'll do well with sad. Um, it, it's a good choice to put that out first and then, you know, sort of kind of like show people the struggle and then you turn around and flip that coin around and you show them, you know, perseverance, right? What the other yeah. side of that looks yeah. like. That's amazing. That's I amazing. actually, I just got a comment the other day when I put the cover of Don't Want to Go to Heaven up and was like, new single, they were like, you know what? I love you and I love your music, but please stop whining. Why do we always have to have sad songs? And I'm like, oh, if only you knew that there are so many happy songs coming. But, I they have bought a vision. It. but they bought it or they watched it. Like, you know, they take the time to go through. Like, it's like it's it's like an addicting thing, right? Are yeah, there? It, it's like an addicting <laughs> yeah, thing, right? That. You you sort of kind of like, you know, it's like candy. You know, it's bad for you, but you still eat it. Right. Well, I think it's also very similar to a lot of the stuff we talk about on the show, you know. Right. And I know the tagline, it gets better, is not necessarily getting old, but we say it a lot, right? We do. And I think that our community, um, while we are bright, we have a lot of, you know, great, prideful things to be happy about. The reality is, at the end of the day, we have all trudged through the shit to get to where we are today. Absolutely. And while yeah. today is a really great day and a happy day, we have to tell the true story. Yeah. Always. Absolutely. I was moving the, 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 the phone around that we have your audio in because you're watching us from two different screens, right? You've got your phone going. You've, we've got I our know, monitor. It's over here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a little weird. So, you know, just showing you around. Uh the studio i don't know which one you're looking at yeah exactly yeah i mean listen (laughs) there is not an inch of the studio that i don't think any one of our listeners has has uh or or people that view our show on youtube have not seen um but you know it's it's great and um so you're about to launch this album do you have anything special planned for it we're doing a release party what's going on i mean i kind of haven't really planned too much of a release party yet um I'm designing like special merch for it and I'm excited to get CDs out. Like I've dreamed about having my own physical CD for so long. And so now I'm like the little kid in me is screaming. Um, But I mean, I'm probably going to plan some kind of a release party. And I mean, I'm just excited for people to actually have it since I feel like I've talked about it for so long now. It's, it's a whole new, um, you know, experience when it comes to releasing music, right? Because you have to think about, um, the many iterations of of ways that you can actually distribute your music, right? Mostly yeah. streaming, right? Streaming is the it thing now. It's how we have moved forward as a society to be able to say, mm-hmm. you know, um, this is how my music is going to be available. However, you know, we're starting to see a comeback, for example, with, um, you know, vinyl, vinyl right? That, yeah. That's a whole new, you know, um, novelty a novelty thing that's coming back um you you know you're looking forward to actually having a physical copy of a cd right some Mm -hmm. people may say oh my god i'm excited for the tape that would have been me i mean i remember going to music stores and buying all of my music on tapes oh i still have a whole bunch of cds like in my car and i don't even have a cd player in my car anymore (laughs) it's like uh anyway um but that's awesome i did have i did have another question for you so this music is very personal right you're Mm -hmm. telling your own story through music um i'm wondering how vulnerable that makes you feel like you're sharing your voice and your story with a lot of people yes how does that make you feel one and what do you hope comes from it from people that are listening to it um 
depending on the song, all in my head, I was a little bit nervous to release Don't Want to Go to Heaven. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of freaking out a little bit about releasing like a religious trauma song. I was like, this is deep. Yeah. Like we don't do deep here. Um, but no, it, um, it's kind of liberating, honestly, to put it out to the world. It freaks me out. And then as soon as people start responding to it, I'm like, that feels good to get it off my chest. You know, like it's a form of therapy. Yeah. Um, and the number of DMs and comments I've gotten from all in my head and don't want to go to heaven is so incredibly rewarding just to see that people are like, I've waited for somebody to say this out loud for so long. Like we're all thinking it, no one's saying it. And so it's like, well, no one's going to say it. I'm going to say it, you know, right. like somebody's yeah. got to. Yeah. So it's very therapeutic, honestly. And, but that's also a very common thread for people who, um, you know, choose to share and get personal with, with, with society, right? It's like, you, you have an objective. You need to put out this body of work. This is something that you've you've put your blood, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into, and you want people to to have an opportunity one to listen to your work, but also have an opportunity to potentially be impacted by it. And that is nerve wracking yeah. because we, most of us, I, I think a lot of us are our own worst enemy when it comes to untangling you know, deep feelings and, and no, hundred percent situate situations in general. So you can be your own worst critic and not realize that what you're putting out is something fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm definitely my own worst critic for sure. Like I show songs to my partner and he's like, it's literally so good. And I'm like, but it sucks. I need to fix all of it. <laughs> it's horrible. It's a, it's a horrible process to go through, right? Um, but yeah. when you get there, when you find that sweet spot, then you say, you know what? I'm comfortable with this. That's a good feeling. Yeah. But then, then the flip side of that is, okay, I'm going to put this out. What are people going to think? And your mind starts racing and you start going through the emotions mm-hmm. of, they're going to hate it. They're going to hate it. They're going to hate it. And then you start getting messages like, my God, this song is awesome. They're not going to hate it. Right. They're not going to hate it. We didn't hate it. I hope so. (laughs) No. Have you, have you um, been receiving since you released that song? Have you been receiving any, I just think like, you know, hearing stuff like this growing up as a kid, if I had heard a song from a gay artist an out gay country artists that was talking about certain things like this, I just wonder to myself, like, would I reach out? Most likely because I grew up Italian Catholic, you know, mm-hmm. have you had any like stories of somebody that's reached out and shared their story with you? Like, I just feel like it's going to have a bigger impact than, than you can see right now. Yeah. I have had a couple people reach out to me personally saying like, thank you for this song. This is everything that I've been feeling since I was little I grew up in like XYZ church and this is what I was taught and it, you know, killed me. But like to see somebody talking about these feelings is incredible. So mm-hmm. that's been a, a very rewarding, very humbling experience, honestly, just people pouring their hearts out in my Instagram DMs. And I'm like, yo, I literally just clocked off of work. Like this is crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. I will tell you though, you know, it's, it's been interesting to see the, the shift, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, the generational shift from one group of, of members of our community to another is very drastic. Right. Um, I grew up in, in, in a time and, and place and I won't carbon date myself, but, um, you know, there was no LGBTQ plus representation on television, on radio, in music. And when there was, it was very um, shrouded with mystery, mystery, <laughs> taboo. Like, you know, yeah. you had like Elton John wasn't out yet. Right. And yeah, yeah. He, he had to wait until like the 2000s to be able to like, you know, come out. And and so we had to sort of kind of like say, OK, I know he is, but, you know, here's the kind of music that he's writing about. And um, so we didn't have that. And the fact that, you know, you you jump forward two or three generations and you start seeing the evolution of an artist, you start seeing the evolution of our community and the evolution of people and how. They have mm-hmm. access to hear things that they can relate to, see people represented on the big screen, on television, in radio, and voices. In Saltburn. Right, in Saltburn. 
that sound like them <laughs> I had to say it. that um you know that that feel like them that give them a sense of you know we're going in the right direction and do you feel like your work embodies that i do yeah i mean i hope that it does um i want to keep moving society forward a little bit i think that i want to say it was five years ago or something like that is when cmt premiered its first openly lgbt like country music video which is crazy. That was only five years ago. Like, I mean, that's really not very long ago. Yeah. Um, so I just want to help continue that conversation. That's, that's amazing. And, and, you know, it, it's, it's amazing and rewarding, even though sometimes, you know, you drive yourself nuts going through the emotions of, Oh my God, I'm going to put this out. And, you know, the backlash or it's not going to be as good as I thought it was. Um, mm -hmm. it's amazing that you're doing that because you are further, um, moving that, that needle yeah. to the point mm -hmm. where it needs to be right. Because we've come a long way, right? When, when you think about modern LGBTQ plus history, what we have been able to do since 1969, when we had the Stonewall riots to today, it has been by far, our community has seen one of the most progressive and fastest, um, evolutions per se, if you, if you want to say in, in human history and music yeah. is a big driver. It always has been. And the fact that you're doing that and the fact that your music is speaking to members of our community is, is a testament to the work that you're doing mm -hmm. and the work mm -hmm. that I wish more and more artists would continue to do. I don't, I don't think that there is any, point in beating around the bush honestly with anything right. like i think country music is the best platform for anything like societal political anything like that so it's like let's let's talk about some real stuff then like let's put our feelings out there right. and start talking about a little bit more than just trucks and beers because there are a lot more feelings in the world. Uh, and you're right you know and, and country music is different in my opinion, is a little bit different because there's no better way of telling stories than through country music. You have a lot of mm -hmm. genres of music. You could have pop, you can have, you know, rap, you can have all of these different genres of music, but there's no one that does storytelling better than country artists, right? You think about um, how the evolution of that and the fact that you have people who are huge pop stars recording country albums. Hashtag Beyonce, mm -hmm. right? Um, yeah. Or country music. Yeah. It, it's it, it just goes to show you the power of a story, right? And you don't write country music the same way you do pop or rock mm -hmm. or anything else. It's just a whole right. different animal, yeah. you know. So, so so yeah. So tell us about. So this is about to drop on Friday. Yes. Where can mm -hmm. people, where can people get this? I mean anywhere. And everywhere. So Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, iTunes, all the big ones. And then, honestly, a ton of other platforms it distributes to that I've never heard of before in my life. And maybe you use it. I don't know. So pretty much anywhere. It's always good. So we talked about, you know, the song that we featured on today's break, which was uh, Don't Want to Go to Heaven. Obviously, we've heard all in my head. What's the name of the album? Yeah. So going off of everything that we've talked about, the name of the album is Feeling Outside the Lines. Um, and this one is side A. So it's a title I've had in mind for like two years now, actually. And I, I don't, I was like, it's just kind of fit. So I just put it on there and said, that sounds kind of artsy and it works. So let's do that. <laughs> no, I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So it releases Friday. Do we have to like, mm -hmm. um, you know, like be like the, the whole Apple machine and wait until like 3 a.m. on you know, Friday morning, is it going to be 6 p.m. in the afternoon? Because you know, you know how, how these people do. And do oh, a yeah. surprise like, drop, drop like it. Beyonce? Yeah, like do the 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. Like, I'm not marking my calendar for that time. I'll listen to it when it's out. <laughs> no, but it's uh, like midnight everywhere, like in your time zone. So That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Andrew You have another single out, too, right now. I've released, this will be the fourth single. That's coming out. Okay. I'm going to have to download I released those. two more since we last chatted. So there's All in My Head, Wish It Was You, Every Sip of Shandy, and now Don't Want to Go to Heaven. And all four of those are going to be on the album. Okay. 
every sip of, of shandy. shandy. What is shandy? Yep. You have yeah, to enlighten right. this like, Spanish boy. <laughs> it's like a lemonade beer. So when I was first coming out, the guy that I was like going on dates with and hanging out with, um, he always drank summer shandy. And then when we broke up, I was like, I can't drink summer shandy anymore. Disclaimer, I totally still do. But yeah. But the metaphor is there. Right. Yeah, the metaphor is there. The artsy country song was there. It worked. So I love it. That is awesome. That is awesome. All right, so we're excited. You know, can't wait for for the drop on Friday. Obviously, we'll check it out. We'll help you on our end uh, to let people know that the album exists and that you know you are a artist who happens to be a member of the LGBTQ plus community and writing music that supports our right to exist, our right to have feelings, our right to portray Share ourselves our stories. and our stories. Right, yeah. which is incredible. Yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. So. Andrew, before before we wrap up today, um, why don't you let our listeners know once more how they can find you, what social media you know platforms are you on, and and obviously we'll plug the information for the album on tonight's post. Yeah, I mean my, my artist name is Andrew Mitch, so you can find at Andrew Mitch Music on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all that good stuff, and you can listen to my music wherever you desire yeah you did get that name locked stock and barrel man everywhere i go is andrew mitch music like your people did a good job locking it down that's amazing so you know how sometimes you have in certain platforms you have to use something different because either somebody oh my god yeah you locked it down Mm -hmm. you locked it down. i don't know how but i am the only person in apple music spotify BMI, all these places. I am the only Andrew Mitch. And I don't know how that happened, but clearly God was like, you're going to be an artist and no one else is taking this name or something. I don't know. Well, you better like, trademark it. And knock on some wood. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't, <laughs> that's, I don't think that's the what he was referring to. No, but. oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> We're horrible here. You see that? Uh, but Andrew, once again, thank you so much. Um, when your album comes out, obviously let's let's follow up, and I would say probably you know eight weeks. I really would love to study in in its entirety your body of work, and um, maybe chat some more a little bit about um, you know the evolution, the whole process, right? And maybe yeah. we can talk about side B. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, the album announcement is going to be March fourth, um, so Monday. Um, right after Don't Want to Go to Heaven releases on Friday, I'm going to announce the album Monday, and it's supposed to be released on March 22nd right now. Okay. And that's the first time I've ever like said that publicly. So well, people want to know when the release date is, they should listen to this. <laughs> thank you. So, so that Okay, so let me get this straight. You've got Side A releasing um, mm-hmm. in a couple of days, and then Side B releases not even weeks after that. So side A is coming out March 22nd. Side B is going to be September, October, something like that. A little bit later this year. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Trying to, trying to, that's going to be a whole new set of songs. Trying to wrap my head around that because you know, it's side A. When I think of side A and I think of side B, you know, when I was listening to, to music and records, meaning vinyl, you know, side A was the, the hit song. Right. And then you flip over yeah. to side B and, you know, it's interesting. I, I was watching a documentary and Gloria Gaynor, right. She recorded, um, you know, I will survive. It was supposed to be a side B track and she pushed and oh. fought and she made it side A and it became a hit. They wanted to yeah. hide that on side B of a vinyl. Which I thought was interesting. Just, you know, I have a lot of yeah, useless stuff in here. Don't, don't mind me. I'm just like, what is he talking about? I'm still trying to figure out how I can use my eight tracks. <laughs> you still have eight tracks? Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, Hot mess. Andrew, thank you. It's thank you so great. much for joining us one more time. And uh, definitely let's um, touch base and uh, come back, even for side B. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This is always so much fun. It's our pleasure. Anytime. Have a great evening.
And sorry for the technical yeah. difficulties. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Hey, I have y'all's number now. So, I mean. You yeah. do. 334 Gay Talk. <laughs> That's what it actually stands for. Does it actually? That's, yes, like, it does. I didn't even like. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Very, very quickly before I let you go. You know what I had to do to get that number? I had to go what? to AT&T and make them search the entire U.S. so that our last seven numbers spelled gay talk. And they found the number in Alabama out of all places. It's an Alabama phone number. And we're in I Connecticut. Mean, but I'll take it. If it works, it works. We all know Alabama is super gay friendly. So, I mean, that's probably why they had it. Though. <laughs> yeah, the irony, right? Oh, my God. Andrew, thank you so much once again uh, for joining us on today's episode. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for having me back, guys. Have a great night. Good night. You too. Oh my god, that's just utterly amazing! I'm excited uh, to see, um, you know, the album come out and study the body of work. You know, I like to listen to things. You gotta stop and, saying study, study the, the body, body of work. work. The body of work. Why? <laughs> it just sounds sexual. No, it's there's nothing sexual about one's body of work. It's 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 you know when you think about albums. No, I get you what have you're singles saying, and you have the entire the entire album. It's the entire body of work. I told him to knock on wood and then you had to make that comment and then you're like, oh, well, we'll study your body of work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> you set it off. But see, he goes he goes places. He goes it places. It wasn't just no. me. Jay it was, was like... It was good mm-hmm. to see him. He looks good. He looks happy. Oh, he does. Um, you know, he looks excited, you know, for the release of, of, of the album and the song. So... Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to check it out. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. I'm excited. All right. So um, thank you all for um, you know joining us and, and allowing us to, to feature our guest tonight. But we're going to move on. We do have to wrap up for the evening. So I'm going to toss it over to my peoples, as we always do, um, starting with our dear Trish over here for Mama Kim's Minute. Do you want your love or should I, I push? W- I actually want to tell a quick funny story. Can I tell? Go for it. Go for it. Um, so when we were listening to that song about not wanting to go to heaven, uh-huh. and then we had that conversation about, um, you know, it's not about not wanting to go to heaven. It's about wanting to go to a place that's, you know, not about what we were taught, right? It's about right. inclusivity right. and all this stuff. Well, I think I was talking to you guys or someone else at the at the services, and I was like, "Yeah, no, Merrick's going to show up with that hat on at the Golden Gate." <laughs> That's right. And, That's right. And they're they're going to look at him like, "What the hell?" You no. got some explaining to do, Lucy. And he's going to be like, "It's not mine. <laughs> it's my uncle Nick. It's my uncle's hat. It's my uncle's hat." But yeah. Anyway, we can do Mama Kim minute now. You want your love? Yeah. Which button should I push? Uh, I think it's that one. It's the pink one. one. It's pink for Nick. All right, everybody. Here's Mama Kim's Minute. Number one, Nick Offerman hits out a homophobic response to The Last of Us gay storylines. You asshole. Number two, Jared Polis has a simple message for making America inclusive for everyone. Go vote. Number three, police consider murder charges as next benedict's family pursues independent investigation finally all right jaybird before you do that so andrews just sent us a quick message he goes like totally forgot to mention i have feeling outside the lines hoodies that i'm sending all of all for having me on the show i would have oh we didn't ask him where people can buy them so i I have his phone number now. We're going to text him and say, <laughs> um, send, oh, wait, he called us. He please called share us, a link. I got this. Yeah. I got this. I got this. Um, please, yeah. Anyway, continue. Continue. Jaybird. So anyhow, moving on. And, and thank you for the hoodies, I guess. Right? Yes. Thank you. Um, and on this day on Gay History, brought to you by Gay Talk 2.0 and LGBTQ podcast the venezuela supreme court issues a decision on same-sex partner benefits february 28 2008 venezuela union affirmativa a non-con a non-governmental a non-governmental organization had appealed a 2003 uh, asking for legal recognition of economic rights pensions, inheritance, social security, common household, etc. for same-sex partners. 
The ruling says that though same-sex partners enjoy all of the rights, civil, political, economic, social, and cultural rights, they do not have special protection similar to uh, concubinage or marriage between men and women. That is the same terms that heterosexual partners have. Very interesting. Yeah, Yeah, that was a lot. That was the only one they had. I'm sorry, Jay. Wow. But... Yeah, that's Venezuela for you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move right along. Let's what happened there? On. Yeah. Venezuela gonna... has a lot going on. <laughs> oh, honey. So we're going to move on to our announcements. And if you love the show, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting service. By subscribing, you get the latest and greatest of our show delivered right to your favorite device or web browser as soon as the episode is published. You can also support us on Patreon. With Patreon, you, our listeners, can help to support the show with a pledged (coughs) donation. The donations are collected monthly and can be in any denomination of $1 or more. Nick, over to you. Oh, I'm sorry, my papa was calling me. Oh. I messed up my screen. All right, so thank you, thank <laughs> yeah. you, thank you to our guest, Andrew Mitch, openly queer country singer, very attractive, and active member of the LGBTQ plus community. <laughs> we will post the links to his new album, where you can find it, available March 22nd on our post this evening. I love how he says, very attractive. We know, girl, we know. I know, but he I, he's, yeah. he's attractive, he's talented, I mean, he's got it all. He's going to mm-hmm. be a star. He's taken, sorry, girl. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, thank you. All right, everybody. Get the Future Method and all other products today. All products are doctor-developed and can clean out without hurting your bum. You can take confidence anywhere with the anal powder packs. And now, increase your stretch goals with the three-piece anal dilation kit, glass dilation kit. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life-changing bum accessories today. Yas queen. And as always, it has come down to that. Although we've come... To the end of the road. Time to put a ring on it. Mm. And I guess we move forward. Our show is available on our website, gaytalk20.com, under audio podcast. I don't know. Were you expecting something? Did I need to do a ringtone or something? No, we haven't figured that out yet. It'll take a couple more years, but we'll figure it out. (laughs) It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. Nick? You can find us on social media, Facebook, Facebook, Gay Talk 2.0, Instagram, Gay Talk 2.0. You can email us at gaytalk2.0 at gaytalk20.com. Tom, go to the light. All right, listen, and before I send you all home, I just want to say uh, to Mitch McConnell, bye, Felicia. Oh, yes. Bye, Felicia. We didn't like you anyway. But anyway, um, I want to thank you all for joining us on tonight's show. If you need to reach out to us for anything, just head on over to our website. Click on the Contact Us tab. Uh, There you can leave comments, suggest topics, submit a question for the cast or an individual host. You can also give us a call like Andrew did tonight on an emergency basis because we freaking... Technology is just so tricky. Um, you can call us uh, and leave us, you know, voicemails with your questions. We'll answer those for you on the show. Our phone number is 334-GAY-TALK. And if you need all of those digits, it is 334-429-8255. Don't forget that we do stream live for our Patreon supporters every Wednesday at 6 p.m. And you can access that live stream by simply supporting the show so that is our show for the evening ladies and gents thank you for joining us and y'all have a good night bye thank you for listening to this episode of gay talk 2.0 tune in next time for more dish